All right, motherfuckers, let's roll. Is that it? That's how I'm going to start. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Welcome to Oogie Spooky Month. It's October. This is Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. 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 Um, greetings from the past. Ooh, you're drinking out of your skull mug. Yes, drinking out of the skull glass. Mm-hmm. Having some coffee. I accidentally put too much cream in it, so now it's like just Jism. coffee-flavored cream. <laughs> but that's fine. It still tastes good. Um, we're recording these in the future because October's a nightmare, but we still wanted to have spooky month and be back for spooky month mm-hmm. like it's my birthday tomorrow so this is like yes. mid-september right now <laughs> mid-september um and then the first week of november we won't have an episode because amanda and my friend our friend annika will be here visiting me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're taking a a break after all the chaos of this last road trip. so welcome back did you miss us did you did you did you i missed us i did so that's all that counts (laughs) that's all that matters oh by the way i'm christina oh i'm amanda this is i'm sorry about the podcast Mm -hmm. what episode is this 136 136 done this 130 well actually with all of our starts and stops in the beginning we've probably done this like 900 times but yeah with all all the things we recorded and then it was not good it was not good quality (laughs) so i am i'm just gonna tell you how i am okay i am fucking on my fifth round of antibiotics and a 12-week round of steroids because i cannot get rid of my ear infections and they have to be gone before my surgery and because they're not going to operate on me if I have an infection, obviously. And it's turning me into a little rager. <laughs> a rager? Like so a partier? I, no, like I will rip your face off if you look at me wrong. <laughs> I am not the one. I'm. <laughs> yes, today is not the day. And I am not the one has been said two people oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i'm so sorry that's happening to you but hopefully my sinus surgery will happen and then my face will be fixed and he won't stab me in the brain and i won't leak gray matter and die um or go blind and then <laughs> that would be good <laughs> if you could just avoid that <laughs> and then i won't get sick anymore hopefully fingers crossed right help with the I mean, it's been a heck of a run for you the last like eight months. Yeah, it's just ever been one... since you had your foot surgery, mm-hmm. you've been on and off sick. One thing after constantly. another. Yeah, and that was from January, so it's been almost a year. That's what I'm saying. Nine months, mm-hmm. almost a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's almost nine months because <laughs> we're in the ninth month. <laughs> that's that's almost a year. <laughs> So, so we're arguing, but both right at the yes. same time. Perfect. So, Amanda got married. Yes, I did. We went on our mini moon, which is just our honeymoon because there's no plan for anything else right at this moment. Mm-hmm. But eventually, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I slept 
a lot on it. <laughs> like it was like I got done with the wedding and I was just like I'm off of I'm off of a uh, safety mode and into yep. recovery mode. <laughs> exactly. I'm like and so and it's not because so I work out of town for four days out of the week and then the rest of the week was me do and it's been like gardening season Mm -hmm. so it's been trying to get things picked get things processed also was planning the wedding also was doing this I'm like there was never a time until I got like sick because I was constantly going and then Mm -hmm. I had to sit that I got to like just not be thinking about something yeah it's not even just the physical it's the thinking about and trying to figure things out that also like so I slept, we went, we had dinner at like four when we got into the, the Dells. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I fell asleep and slept till the morning. Listen, you needed it, obviously. It was very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I'm just trying to figure out getting into the doctor myself to figure out my, now that I have, you know, health insurance and stuff. That's nice. <laughs> Um, figure out what's wrong with me figure out yeah figure out why I'm having issues pretty sure I have scoliosis um because I feel like I'm literally standing like this all the time well didn't your doctor didn't your chiropractor say you had a whole bunch of compressed discs though that needed to be like stretched out um I had a injured disc that two of them were not mobile from each other And then he thought that I had one of my legs was shorter than the other and it was causing the curvature in my spine, but I did Mm -hmm. have curvature in my spine. Um, But I was using and have been using the lift and it hasn't fixed anything like Mm -hmm. in my shoe. So now I'm a little concerned that it's not that it's not that and it's actually (laughs) like scoliosis bending in my spine because I thought it was my hips. And then he was like, well, it could be that because of this, your hips and your spine but all that can also be scoliosis issues. So awesome. And that was pre-scoliosis or whatever you call it when I was in elementary school, apparently. Um, Cause I asked my mom, she goes, Oh yeah, they used to have, I used to have to be the one that would go every couple weeks for them to check, to make sure my spine wasn't curving. Cause it had a slight curvature to it. I so feel like that was like a much more scarier thing when we were in middle school. I feel like they don't do that anymore. I feel like they like will check, but it's not like a, cause there you can fix it. I yeah. think I would think I don't fucking know I know nothing but I know nothing when we were younger yeah that was like a big deal it was like the scoliosis check <laughs> all right bend over and they do that weird like push on your spine thing yeah <laughs> like okay done good no oh. no okay that's weird <laughs> I won't move okay bye <laughs> um I bought a chair saw that your lounger it's literally large enough for you and I to sit in it together oh we can snuggle when I come but it's like I mean it's it's a chair but it's it's like the big comfy chair from like Annika's big comfy chair yeah but I think it might be bigger oh really yeah Mm because like my mom and I were sitting in it and like we were like having to curl up with each other but but still yeah so I'm pretty excited about it. I got that because of my sinus surgery. Cause for like, I was getting, I was going to get a recliner so that I could, cause I rearranged by. Oh my goodness. You're so sleepy. I rearranged my office 
and put, I'm getting the big L-shaped desk taken out of my office. I'm going to put it against the wall in my bedroom and bring my dresser into the office, put my TV on there, and then put a chair where my desk was in my office. And then I have all my work set up on a smaller desk in my office. And just because it's going to be like, it's like a two-week recovery time, but it's like four weeks where I can't lay flat. Gotcha. I'm supposed to be in this, it, like when I'm reading up on it, it was like, if you're going to lay in a bed, you could, can't roll over onto your face, which I stomach sleep. So I know I would. Same. And then you should be propped up with a minimum of four to five pillows. So might as well be in a, just in a chair. Right. And it was like, or sleep in a recliner. And I went to the store and I was like, I think I'll get an oversized recliner. But like every recliner I was sitting in when I like leaned back, I was like, I can't sleep in this for five weeks. Like, I feel like. I'm like was like the arch too stuffed well yeah and it just felt like tight like I didn't have you know wiggle Space room yeah and so like I've been sleeping on our l-shaped lounger but that gives me like plenty of room to like move back and forth because that's really wide and then I saw that big stuffed lounger chair and I'm like I want to sit in that and I sat in that I was like yeah this is the one this is the one this is the- <laughs> did I nap now I didn't, I didn't need a recliner. I just needed this in my life. <laughs> I just need, so. I just need a, a bed with a back. <laughs> yes, basically. That's, mom's like, are you comfortable? And I'm like, I'm just going to live here now. This, so, this is my home now. <laughs> well, and I was like, my mom was like, well, you don't have to buy that now. You could stay out on the lounger for, and I'm like, listen, I'm doing that now because my, I get like a sinus headache every time I lay flat in a bed for too long. Right. And I'm like, and every night I have to fight with my dad because he wants to watch dumbass shows, even though, even though that's my TV that I purchased and (laughs) it's my TV. And, um, and mom's like, fair enough. I wouldn't want to do that either. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) It's technically his living room. So we got to compromise, but (laughs) right. Oh, but yeah it'll be good it'll be good till shall be good i'll post awesome pictures of what my face looks like so oh yeah puff up puffy motherfucker Uh. oh and they're putting tubes in my ears too so because you're because you're 18 months old yes (laughs) i have the health problems of a tiny tiny baby (laughs) a tiny tiny child or an elderly human yeah this is just how i live now because you're a baby yes <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh should we now that they've been updated on our life that they didn't need to fucking know yeah. um should we yeah go for it man get, get this party started all right i have two stories involving ghosts one is more ghosty heavy than the other i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you about the the Greenbrier ghost Greenbrier ghost. Yes. And the murder behind it. Obviously. (laughs) On a nooky spooky night. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So in the summer of 1896, where were you? I was a whore. (laughs) Whore in a brothel. That's mine. Whore in a brothel. It's 1896. I gotta be. I was a whore in a brothel. I was a whore in a brothel. (laughs) Um, to be fair, probably would be yeah. <laughs> if I was a single lass back then and the age that I'm at, 
Whore in a brothel. It's fine. Whore in a brothel. <laughs> so, Erasmus Stribbling Shoe. That's a name. Let's say that one more time. <laughs> Erasmus or Aramis. Okay. Stribbling. Stribbling? Okay. Mm-hmm. Shoe. Shiao. Shoe. Okay. Eris Stribbling Shoe. Aramis. 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 Okay. Okay. Enough of this, Amanda. Listen. <laughs> ADD focus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the reason I had to repeat that is because you were listening to me, but your ADHD was like, did she just say words in English? <laughs> and you yeah. Because it. <laughs> exactly it didn't. Because it, it didn't sound like English, and I have to make sure my brain actually processed that correctly, or if she just said it weird. <laughs> It just bounced right off the forehead as I'm watching you. I wa- I watched it happen. <laughs> so he moved from Droop Mountain in Pocahontas County, Virginia. She lived in Droop Mountain in yep. Pocahontas, Virginia. <laughs> yes. What is this, a fucking fairy tale? Get out of here. It, sounds, <laughs> it does. Mountain. It sounds like some weird brother's grim tale. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> he moved to the sleepy village of Livesay's Mill in Greenbrier County, Virginia. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus I'm, on that. I'm setting the scene. Aramis was considered and described as being a tall, muscular man and decidedly handsome. Ooh, Aramis. No, we I don't like him. Shoe. Hmm. He accepted a job at James Crookshanks Blacksmith. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now that I'm reading this out loud, like it didn't register with me when I was typing this last night, but it's just a lot of interesting things. I'm ready. It feels like it should be in a, like you said, uh, Brothers, Brothers Grimm tale. Shop. <laughs> uh, he, and, but he often introduced himself as Edward because who the fuck wants to be called Aramis? Aramis. Uh, and for some reason, everyone called him Trout. Trouty mouth. <laughs> I okay. It just we must keep on, or people yes. get confused. <laughs> so I'm gonna refer to him as Trout now, just because I think it's funny. So yeah. shortly after his arrival, Trout met a farmer's daughter named Elva Zona Hester. All right. <laughs> Zona is what they called her. Uh, was instantly like you love at first sight with Trout. Uh, and they cor- they courted for a short while and then were married uh, in October of 1896. So they got married in like four months. Ooh, and it's their anniversary mm-hmm. when this is coming out. So just well, not aware. the 20th, but. Well, yeah, when it comes out. October 20th. This is not coming out on October 20th. I was talking the month. Yeah, oh, you're right. Okay. The 20th. <laughs> brain anyway go on (laughs) and they appeared to have a happy marriage don't they always appeared was the key word appeared okay january 23rd 1897 trout went to the home of martha jones who was like their neighbor kind of an older lady i mean she had kids but it was kind of a older than them and they called her aunt martha uh he asked it was kind of weird because he showed up at her house and then he asked his son or her son to go back to the house because Zona wasn't feeling well and he forgot to ask her if she needed anything from the market when he came home from work that day so I'm not it was like why don't you just go back home why did you stop here to ask my son to do this but right 
feels uh-huh. like you're setting it up so someone else will go there and find something. And oh, does it? Oh, does it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So once inside, the child was horrified oh. to find 23-year-old Zona shoes, lifeless body at the foot of the stairs. She lay face down, one arm outstretched and her legs straight. Her other arm was tucked beneath her chest and her head was tilted slightly. Jeez, okay. After coming across Zona's body, the uh, boy ran back to tell his mother what he had found. His mother had promptly alerted the local doctor who was named Dr. Knapp. But by the time Dr. Knapp arrived to examine the body, Trout had already returned home and had washed and prepared it for burial dressing her in a high neck dress while placing a veil over her head. Okay. So Victorian custom actually dictated that a female family, the female's family and friends wash and dress the body. But uh, by the time, because Dr. Knapp arrived and he had already prepared Zona for her funeral, um, he had also adorned her neck with a scarf that did not match the dress, but Trout kept insisting it was her favorite scarf. So, because, so covering her neck. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Okay. So because Trout appeared so distraught and he had already kind of performed the burial ritual, he conducted a postmortem, but was it mostly for show? He didn't really um like search the body, I guess. Right. Uh he was openly wailing. <laughs> Like loudly wailing next to the body. So, no. so Dr. Knapp felt that he should be giving the widow his private widow his privacy and concluded his examination, chalking her death up to an everlasting faint or woman's issues. <laughs> the fuck is an everlasting faint or faint? <laughs> oh, and then she fell down the stairs and died it was i mean it was a lot more common for women to faint but that was because their bodies were being squeezed into a tiny little tube and held there with boning you'd faint yeah. too motherfuckers Be- bitch <laughs> so oh i should have continued reading my notes because today we call this a heart attack <laughs> lasting faint is. oh well heart attack okay okay that's much more fun to say than heart attack yeah, everlasting I, faint. I'm, oh, I next, think I'm having an everlasting faint. Next time someone scares me because I've been really jumpy lately, I'm going to say, you almost gave me an everlasting faint. <laughs> uh, but then he later changed the cause of death to childbirth, though Zona wasn't known to be pregnant. What? I know. That was what it was. It was like, I think... Um, Trouty mouth had something to do with it. Trouty mouthy? Trouty mouth. Um, so he did take Hester's body to her childhood home in Little Sewell Mountain for her funeral. Uh-huh. Uh, during the ceremony, people began to notice that she was acting rather strange. What? No. So Shoo. never. While the mourners gathered to pay respects, uh, Trout would not allow anyone near her head. Instead, he fussed with the scarf, added a veil, propped her head up on pillows. He claimed he wanted to make her comfortable. He went on weeping and grieving and pacing in front of the open casket until she was eventually buried in the South Chapel Methodist Cemetery. 
Okay. So he's really trying to sell it. Yes. So most of the guests chalked it up to grief, except for one, Elva's mother, Mary Jane Hester. She's like, this is a fucking show. So she didn't really care much for uh, Trouty Mouth. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm just stuck with it. Trout Mouth. Uh, (laughs) She never could really tell anyone the reason she didn't like him, but... Some chalked it up to Zona being her only daughter, and they were also, like, best friends, and Zona had spent her whole life in, like, the little tiny town in Richland where they were living, and gotcha. then she moved to where Trouty Mouth was living, and it was hurtful because she moved away, and it was 1897, so you couldn't, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. but um, she didn't like him and didn't trust that her daughter's death was on the up and up right so she knew he had something to do with her daughter's death and she was also very like religious and she read a passage in the bible 1 thessalonians 5 17 um which told her to pray without ceasing and that mary jane so mary jane prayed for nights on end that her daughter would somehow come back if only to tell her her side of things or to say goodbye okay So after several prayerful and restless nights, uh, Mary Jane claimed that she laid down and a light entered her bedroom. The aura began to take human form. And then she said that after a few awestruck moments, her daughter once again stood before her, but she just didn't stand there. She spoke. Okay. She claims that Zona's ghost told her about the night she died the night before, um, the boy found her body. Trout had come home and looked at the feast his wife had prepared for dinner. She said she had served apple butter, a spread of preserves, and good bread, but she had not cooked any meat. This fact threw Trout into a fit of rage, and he attacked her and placed a hand on each side of her head with a quick motion. She explained that he dislocated her neck. Yes. Because she didn't prepare meat? Yes. I love apple butter. Listen, a spread of butters, jams, and bread? Come on. Come on. Sounds like a glory. I found on TikTok. It's uh, oh, a butter bo- board? Like- a butter board. Yeah, like a charcuterie board? <laughs> yes, but it's butters? just yes, butter. <laughs> Dude, I would do that. And then like a loaf of bread that you can rip apart and just whip into the butter. I was like, that's a thing? That's a thing. It's a thing now. I want to make myself a butterboard. <laughs> um, tell me you're from the Midwest without telling me you're from the Midwest. <laughs> so Zona's ghost revealed it also wasn't the first time her husband had hit her. He, she said Trout had a terrible temper and she couldn't reason with him. She went on to describe the neighborhood they lived in and the view from Aunt Martha's home since Mary Jane hadn't visited in the three months Zona and Trout were married until the funeral. Okay. So, armed with Zona's tale, Mary Jane paid a visit to... Hold on one second. I think I might have accidentally taken this out. So, she had come back... Like, this happened a couple of times. Like, she kept coming back... And at one point, uh, Zona's ghost revealed that, or like in the vision, she turned her head almost all the way around to show how severely 
he had broken her neck. Gross. Like it wasn't just like a snap neck, like he had twisted it almost all the way around. Like an owl. Yes. So after like it was like two or three nights of her coming and her mother seeing these visions, she went to the prosecute, uh, prosecuting attorney John Preston in Lewisburg. Uh, he dismissed Mary Jane's paranormal experiences, the grief fueled or hallucinations of a bereaved mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and although he didn't take an interest in the fact, but he did take an interest in the fact that Dr. Knapp didn't perform a thorough investigation. So for that reason, he ordered Zona's body to be disinterred, which dun, is dun, dun. in 1897 is huge. Like that, right. that didn't happen. So Dr. Knapp, Rupert, and McClung conducted the second postmortem exhumation with with Trout present. Trout kept his composure as the doctors examined the lower portion of his body, but became visibly shaken as the doctors neared her head and neck. To everyone's Mm -hmm. astonishment, Zona's corpse had finger-shaped bruises on the neck, her windpipe was completely crushed, Mm. and most surprisingly, her neck was fractured at the first and second vertebrae precisely as the spirit had claimed in one of her visions well that's cool i mean not cool for zona but like so that that was correlated a coroner's inquest was held on march 1st 1897 and trout would accept no responsibility in his wife's death the jury couldn't overlook the mounting circumstantial evidence and charged him with murder a stupid ass his trial began in Lewisburg on June 30th that same year. He hired defense lawyers William Reckler and James Gardner to represent him. Um, and incidentally, James Gardner was the first Black lawyer to practice in circuit court in the state of Virginia. Well, that's cool. So during his time on the stand, Trout claimed charges were claimed the charges were the consequence of having a spiteful mother-in-law and nothing more. He went on about minute details and quickly denied anything at all damning. The jury learned that not only had Trout been a horse thief, but Zona was his third wife. The first one left because he beat her, and the second one died suddenly and inexplainably. So he's like a serial wife killer. Mm Mm-hmm. Jackass. So Trout's trial began in Lewis... Wait, I already read that. (laughs) (laughs) so John Preston was reluctant to have Mary, the prosecuting attorney, was reluctant to have Mary join as a witness. Mary Jane Hester joined Mary Harry, uh, join as a witness because she was going, he was sure that she would tell about Zona's ghostly visits and discredit herself in the eyes of the court. Right. However, the defense called Mary Jane to the stand um, because they were sure her story would result in ridicule. So they started the questioning by saying, I've heard that you had some dream revision, which led to this postmortem examination. Mary Jane, however, was assured, calm, and confident on the stand to the point where it hurt the defense that they had called her because she was so well, well spoken and poised. Well spoken and poised about it. Yeah. She stated that. It was not a dream. Zona's presence was as real as anyone in the courtroom, and she had never been more awake. She knew details of the murder. No one else did. She knew where she was killed and what she was wearing and all of her injuries. 
The jury was left with circumstantial evidence and the judge cautioned them there is no middle ground for the jury to take. The verdict is inevitably and logically must be for murder in the first degree or an acquittal. So they, he wasn't really allowing for a hung jury. <laughs> right. He's like, mm, you have to just figure this out. The jury convened for one hour and 10 minutes before they found Aramis Trout Shoe guilty. He was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, where he died on March 13th, 1900 in West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville. Um, and it was an, some type of unknown epidemic that killed him. Okay. Uh, he was buried in an unmarked grave in the local cemetery. And then the state of West Virginia has erected a state historical marker near the cemetery in which Zona Shoe is buried. And it reads, interred in nearby cemetery is Zona Hester Shue. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband, Edward. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward was found guilty of murder and was sentenced to state prison. It is the only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. This is the my Ad silent applause. The Adam family. <laughs> well, lovely. That's cool. It was, I don't know how I found that, but I I found it and I was like, never heard of it. Sounds pretty cool. Gonna oh, fucking read it. <laughs> I had such a hard time finding things that kept my interest when I was I know. searching this last week. Well, and I feel like we had gone down such like a dark hole before we took a break. Right. <laughs> with like some really dark stories and I was like you know I'm not a fan of that right now I need something a little mm -hmm. less I want like ooky spooky but not like gonna give me nightmares horrifying so uh -huh. I've been looking at a lot of like historical murder by gaslight website like the right um old school and I'm like these are just more comforting to me than they <laughs> right well and that's like I like I told you, both of mine are kind of science-y, like creepy weird. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I did. I was just like, you know, unexplained happenings, whatever, you know, was kind of my thing I was looking for. But yeah, that was good. Good jobs. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Look at my new phone I got. Cute. I was just looking at skeletons doing yoga as my phone case. I got it. Fancy. I got the new or the 13 Pro Max. I got the new thing, whatever that is. No, the new one's 14. I always wait until the to get the new series or like the until the newer one comes out. I always I got I got the 11 because it was free with starting me being on Chris's stuff, um, and I have junk stuck to my. You have junk in the trunk. Look at this. Look at this. I don't know what this is. Ew. I didn't notice it until just now. So maybe I do need to get a new case. It's like paint that's stuck to it or something. I don't know. I had to get a new phone and like the 14 was supposed to come out the next day. And they're like, you sure you don't want to get a 14? I'm like, no, I want a 13 because now the 13. I can't hear you. Oh, you hear there me? you are. Um, they, they're like, why don't you just wait? and come back tomorrow and get one of the 14s I'm like no I want a 13 because the 13's been out for like two years now so all the kinks are worked out of it 
Right. 14 is just new. I don't want no fucking phone that has to get updated or weird right. shit happening to it because it's just coming out. I don't want to get a phone that I'm going to have to like bring back in because I need to figure things out or something right. weird happens. I want it proven to have worked. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this is now like probably one of the third or fourth shipments of iPhone 13 versions you've gotten. So yep. you know how the shit works. <laughs> don't, don't act like I'm new. I'm not new here. I'm not new here. Oi. All right, bitch. You can tell me a story or. Oh, yeah. That's what I was getting my phone for. I'm like, what? It? Oh, I accidentally turned on my flashlight, blinded myself. Well, it's the Stop. worst. I hate it when I do that. Oh, why? <laughs> okay. Let me see. Where are you? Where? There, there. It's been a minute since I've been on my docks on my phone. In um, a minute, I'm going to need a cinnamon, cinnamon roll. Man or woman to poke me up. Oh, I went with the cinnamon roll version. Oh. <laughs> In a minute, I'm going to need a cinnamon roll. So I'm going to give you a choose your own adventure. Oh, okay. Um, do you want a uh, what electronic science-y weird sci-fi thing? Or do you want a biological weird sci-fi thing? Let's go biological. All right. I'm going to tell you about the Kentucky meat showers. Ew. <laughs> Let's go. I'm interested. Sounds like a porn. Right. Don't want to be involved, but <laughs> it does kind of sound like a porn. Nothing like a good old Kentucky meat shower. It sounds like some sort of a, like look look it up on Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's a Kentucky meat shower? But mm. you just like get slapped by a handful of dicks. I'm gonna look it up right now. Let's see if it's something. Let's see if Urban Dictionary can give me something golden. Oh, I was Googling in the middle. So I took my steroid too late last night because normally uh-huh. I take it at like five and I'll get all the jitters out and stuff and then I can sleep. But I took it at like 10. So I was like up all fucking night, like just wired. So I kept watching Whoops. videos on what they're going to do to my face. I was like, I should probably stop. I should stop. It's like women watching like childbirth videos. I'm, right. I'm like, I could never watch a childbirth video while I'm pregnant and know what's no. going to be happening to me i mean good for you guys like you're braver than me but i just want to go into it with blind ignorance and just know that hey i have professionals here that know how to deal with the things mm-hmm. that need to be done with <laughs> oh urban dictionary did not let you down okay kentucky meat shower what is it when you're having sexual encounters with multiple rednecks and they pour chicken grease all over your naked body and body and start to rub their erect dongs all over you dogs you don't She's... get a lot of dong these days she smelt of penis and chicken after her first Kentucky meat shower last night. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh God, there's more than one option. Oh God, I let's let's leave it at that because chicken and dong. I f- I feel like I got it. Oh God, I'm gonna cut this out, but I have to tell you what. This is. Okay, when your female cousin sits on your face and overlaps her meat flaps across each of your cheeks, then rides your face until she sprays all over it. What the fuck? When someone defecates on the penis of a sibling or a cousin while getting anally penetrated. <laughs> okay, we're done. Oh my, oh, I mean, you don't have to cut those out, but balls, that's weird. <laughs> we're done. That's I, not what this story's about. I like, right. I like the first one better. <laughs> yeah, the first one's a little less, like, makes me want to vomit. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> my Kentucky Beach showers that I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Uh, it happened in 1876. Mrs. Crouch, who was a farmer's wife, um, Mr. and Mrs. Crouch, 
That's Monty Crouch. Sorry. Crouch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was near her house making soap. Of course. Okay. Wait, when when was this? 1876. I was a horn of brothel. <laughs> horn of brothel. Yeah. Well, I mean, we would have been a little young for that at that point. <laughs> if we were our ages in, in, in 96, <laughs> we would be like 12. <laughs> That's about right. 12, 13. <laughs> oh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm old. Let's not, hey, let's focus. And by old, I mean just a year older than I was today, except yeah. a day older, except not a year, but whatever. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> so she was outside making soap um, and right around midday, it was like a clear sky, you know, nothing to be seen. Mm-hmm. She sees a piece of meat fall out of the sky and she quote said, when the flesh began to fall, I saw a large piece strike the ground close to me with a snapping noise when it struck. So it's like it slapped onto the ground. Literally meat falling out of the sky. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. She would say that the meat looked kind of like beef. So it was like a red meat color. Uh, this falling meat <laughs> continued like for several minutes. Mrs. Crouch and her farmer husband, Mr. Crouch. I they had names. Barty Crouch. But I never added them in. It's Barty. Barty. Barty um, Crouch. So the farmer husband, they thought that it was like a message from God. They're like, this is wild. Uh they also watched their cat run out and begin to eat the meat. Listen, so they knew you, it was meat and it wasn't just some weird. Would you not think like it, it was some type of plague from God if meat started falling out of the sky even now? I would. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, so cool, what? It, end times. Now we're going to die. We're dying. <laughs> we're all dying. Uh, after the meat shower like concluded, the ground was covered through their like acreage, okay? Because it did, it was a small spance that it was all falling from, but it was large enough to where it wasn't like just something happened to fall out of the sky, like a bird or something, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it, there were particles found of meat on like the fence and the roofing in the house and everything. Like, so it wasn't even just like they it, like, planted it here. Slabs of meat. So it was small, like one to two inch chunks okay. of meat. Uh, it, what she said. Uh, this became a bit of a sideshow. Mm-hmm. So people from all around came to come see the meat shower farm, and that's the articles that I kept finding that were mm-hmm. like from back then were like the news articles that are like come to the shower the meat fell from the sky is god talking to us like all Mm -hmm. stuff like that okay so it became a bit of a sideshow and they would come to the farm and look at the remnants of the meat the townsfolks um also thought that it looked like beef or like like a greasier kind of beef Mm -hmm. is what they talked about like it was slimy okay um but no one tried it from the neighborhood that came in good except one local hunter oh god (laughs) and they said this and then i was like but then then i found two accounts of people trying it so i don't know but a local hunter went and he ate the meat and after he said that he said that it tasted like bear meat like it was the texture of bear meat which makes sense because that is red and greasier yes so uh, there also was a local butcher who tried the meat and he said that it tasted neither like flesh fish fowl and it looked like mutton quotes mm-hmm. um but it stunk like well, but i mean it's been there 
And yeah, it, was outside. it fell out of the sky. There's no preservatives in that. So I was like, why are people coming to smell your stinky meat farm? Like, get out of here. I'm going to check out the stinky meat farm. Why would you not get rid of the stinky meat farm? <laughs> um, so it definitely rained meat, though. Like, the conclusion is that it is meat. It's not some, like, organic substance that's, like, a vegetation, you know, right. that got blown in or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a good portion of meat that was sent to like chemists around the country. They obviously this happened in Kentucky because I said Kentucky meat showers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized I didn't actually announce <laughs> where it was in the beginning. So they sent it around the country and J.L. Smith believed that the meat was frog spawn <gasps> that was blown into the farm somehow. Oh, so like their eggs like they're yeah like the ooh. eggs the like meat sacks that but then why would it be red like meat i don't know i don't know uh there i don't know amanda also, you tell me no, i don't know <laughs> your story i'm just telling you all the different people's <laughs> conclusions and guesses um leopold brandis i think is how you say his name uh said that the meat was quote nothing more or less than a gnostic old alchemist a strange looking vegetable mass consisting of translucent gel- gelatinous bodies joined together by threads of tubes of seed bearings. So to me, that sounds like the guy didn't know what it was. So he just threw a whole bunch of big words together and strung right. them into a sentence. I just put dot, 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 what? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? What I got out of it was that he didn't think that it was actually like an animal flesh that it was some form of vegetation flesh yeah like the fleshy meaty part of like a reedy plant or something yeah exactly um but overall the only thing that could really be verified is the fact that it was meat like it was Mm -hmm. that's all that the chemist could say is that like it is animal flesh is what a lot of them said so there's a lot of speculations from bear to mutton to lung tissue from a horse or human babies it's random throw it out there <laughs> that escalated very quickly <laughs> not even kidding read it in multiple sources did that um, old naked lady just turn that baby into jam right <laughs> so the best guess as to what caused the kentucky meat shower is that there may have been like a large flock of buzzards that was flying above and you oh. know the defense mechanism of buzzards when they get scared of something is they vomit oh and then when one vomits the rest of them vomit because they think there's something to be scared oh. of and to scare away so they're like well maybe this is what maybe happened you had over throwing up on your farm <laughs> but um mrs crouch said that it was that she saw no buzzards there was nothing there it was literally an open clear sky and they it just fell out of the sky she's like i was outside making soap that wasn't a thing but okay mm-hmm. um there's also a phenomenon that is called which is more on record now than was then so this is more of a like newly hatched idea of what could have happened Mm -hmm. um there's a phenomenon called reigns of animals have you ever heard of this no where it (laughs) basically flightless animals like fish frogs toads anything that lives in and around the water Mm -hmm. um all fall from the sky in large amounts because basically what happens is it makes like a Oh, like a water spout. The, the cyclone, the yeah. Yeah. The water funnel pulls it up, drops it. Sharknado. Okay. 
Exactly. And this like phenomenon has been logged in history multiple times. They said that there's like officially on the books like 16 or so in the 20th Mm -hmm. century. So it could have been a water spout phenomena where it like sucks them up and drops them from somewhere, but nobody really knows. And there's like one specimen that I saw in a jar that was tried to be preserved, but like it's been in the preservative for so long now that it's just degraded enough to where you Mm -hmm. can't really get much for DNA stuff with it. Well, and Kentucky's landlocked. So like Mm -hmm. it would have had to, that's what I'm saying. So what do you think? I mean, I'm, I, the buzzard thing makes the most sense to me, but like, it's fucking weird. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I told you it was pretty short. And it was just like over her farm. Yeah, it was just over their acreage and like a little bit past it. But for the most part, it was just over their farm and it was a small space. It didn't do it anywhere else. Yeah, that's and... why I was like, I feel like, I mean, the buzzard thing to me seems like the right. most logical. And I mean, if the old bat was churning butter, maybe she wasn't staring up at the sky. <gasps> Excuse me, she was making soap. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Still on that butter bowl thing, that butter plate. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about the butter bored (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i thought it was fucking weird so one of those like make you think and go what the hell that's fucking weird this world is strange this is a word what did you just your brain turn off (laughs) this (laughs) i was gonna say this is a weird world but it just came out this is a (laughs) word we just got stuck on earth (laughs) (laughs) gotta hit you like a jukebox (laughs) Uh, sweet cool story bro we done did it we first weird spooky episode for october done done in the books in the archives cool sweet all right well see you later thanks guys for being like patient and like being aware that you know life happens my life is falling apart (laughs) right there's just so much going on in the last like three months yeah amanda and i were talking about recording and then i was like i can't i just can't i can't do this i i don't want to stop but i just no (laughs) i was like no that's fine we can take a break if we need to it's all good People have to understand that sometimes there's just, you just can't. We also have another idea kind of floating around in our brain. We have a couple of things that we have up in the noodles that we're going to discuss and try to figure out once we get back into a routine. Routine. Yeah. So, so uh, good things. Good things. Come to those who wait. And you guys are just so patient. You're doing great. You're doing great, kid. Spread the word. And spread yourselves. Just not Not in Kentucky meat shower. Yeah. (laughs) Not with the, nope. None of those, none of the options that Urban Dictionary gave us. No Kentucky meat showers, because that was rough. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, guys. Bye.